0: Hi, I'm Lindsay Boomershine, brand manager of High 5 gear H5G has thousands of designs to choose from and no hidden artwork fees. How awesome is that? Have your jersey tell your story. Order online at www.hi5gear.com today. Add H5G into your wardrobe and show off your individuality. Use code ABOVE180 at checkout for $20 off any H5G style. Order today and enjoy HighFiveGear.com. Hey, bowlers, Bowling This Month is back. Bowling This Month is bowling's trusted technical resource that's relied upon by thousands of serious bowlers, pro shop operators, and professional coaches. From independent ball reviews to great instructional articles on all facets of our sport, you'll find it all at BowlingThisMonth.com. For less than the price of a cup of coffee per month, you can have online access to Bowling This Month's premium technical bowling content that will help you improve your game. Bowling This Month is so confident you'll be satisfied, they're offering a 14-day money-back guarantee to all subscribers. Check out BowlingThisMonth.com and sign up today.
1: Hi, this is Norm Duke. You're listening to Above180.com with Tim Bird.
0: Tim Berg is ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews, coaching, to drilling layouts, and the stars of the PBA. Now, here's your host, Tim Berg. Joining me today on the Above180.com podcast is Mike Shady. Mike is a member of the USBC Hall of Fame. He's also a Team USA coach. You can find Mike at ppbowling.com. That's ppbowling.com. Mike, it's Tim Berg here. Thank you for joining me today.
1: Hey Tim, it's always great to be on your show, and it's been a while, and uh, looking forward to it.
0: All right, well, yeah, well, let's get uh, let's get kind of right into things here. As many people are getting back into their leagues, we're seeing this kind of an emergence of urethane among a lot of people out on the PBA tour. Even seeing some amateurs use it with some success. But let's let's break it down here for the the average player. And let me know what are your thoughts and what's your perspective on when urethane is something that you maybe should consider when you're going just to your normal league. And when is it something that, you know, you may see other people doing it, but that doesn't mean it's okay for you.
1: Boy, that's a great question, Tim. It is, it is kind of reemerged in the sport of bowling. You see it a lot today, but league bowling, I don't, I don't really see a lot of it in league bowling, but I can see where some people by seeing it, uh, Uh, on some of the web streams or even on TV, how they can get kind of sucked into that mindset of using urethane. I would say in league bowling, if, if it is going to work, I know lower rep players like myself, I rarely use it. If I do use it it's higher flaring urethane, Um, but shorter patterns, I think it would, it would, uh, it would perform. You'd get the proper ball motion, but it really comes down to how the ball's going through the pins. The problem with average, you know, anything under three hundred RPMs, uh, the ball just can't angle enough at the at the back and it, it deflects too much and doesn't go through the pins right. So you can't knock them down. Um the, the good thing about it, the positive thing about your, using your thing, what a lot of guys do is, you know, the transition is so minimal. So when the lanes are starting to transition, it's a small move, it's not a big move. So you can hold pocket a lot, which kind of brings it back brings us back to why they use it which is, you know, the more challenging the pattern, a lot of times your thing will get you to the pocket uh, and and you can hold pocket, which is, which is really, you know, half the battle of just trying to get to the one, three pocket. So, but league, um, I think you gotta be careful. I think shorter patterns in league, and we don't see a lot of short patterns in league and unless it's a a sport league, but a recreational league, you you just don't see, you see, uh, you know, usually patterns over 40 feet. Unless you, you have high RPM loads over 400, uh, you know I think um, I don't think it's a good idea
0: so if you're let's say you're bowling and crossing with someone that decides that they are going to use urethane and they' are they're let's even put them in that higher rev category that you're referring to what do what do I or what is someone who's uh, throwing your uh, reactive resin what do we need to keep in mind now that we have let's just say one person on our pair out of eight or ten guys that is throwing urethane?
1: I think you got to pay attention to how the ball's starting to come off your your spot, your your break point. Uh, You know the the challenge of low flaring urethanes it really pushes it to the back. So if you've got guys, and a lot of those guys go to the gutter, they they play out with it. So you know their ball is you know break points are five, six, seven, and if you're around that same break point and you start seeing weaker tens and a ball really starting to labor outside you got to make a parallel move and get in uh, to get inside of that, that carry down with the urethane. I think if there's anything in this sport that's a concern for me is when you get to some of these tournaments, like I said, I don't see it in league too much. But when you get some of these, these tournaments and a lot of guys are throwing urethane, boy, they can really destroy the pattern. So um, so if you see your ball wiggle a little bit at the break point, you know, I, I think it's time to, to get inside that a little bit and to get – to avoid some of that carry down for some of the guys that are throwing it from the outside.
0: Is that one of the big things in differences when we're we're going to switch a little bit to tournament play now since you brought that up because I kind of see the same thing as even your amateur players on on the tournament side of things not knowing when to use urethane versus the guys out on tour or even some of the elite amateurs knowing when to use that urethane and when not where there's some more of your amateur tournaments well, we're going to use urethane in the wrong spot. And that just makes the pattern ugly for everyone come game four, five, and six.
1: Yeah. You know, like you mentioned, I think that's a challenge when and when when not to use it. Uh, I know, uh, you know, most of our team USA players are junior team. A lot of those guys kind of grew up with it now and they're, they're used to starting with urethane from the get go. And, and most of them start outside, they play off the gutter with it. And they get pretty good ball motion, um, but to me, it's it's almost tricking the shot. And I like, I like uh, bowlers who, who read the pattern, plays the pattern properly. But if you get players who are on your pair, you get a lot of them, and they're out there playing with it, uh, and you don't have the reverate to get through the pins properly, well you really got to pay attention and, and be on top of those transitions um, so you can make the right moves. Or if you don't make the right moves, the lane almost becomes unplayable. So it it's a it's a new a new challenge that we've seen the last couple of years. Uh, I don't you know if there's anything that, uh, and I don't complain too much about the game, but boy, I don't like it when when they they kind of destroy the pattern with the urethane. But I will say this: some of the higher flaring urethane balls, I don't see a lot of that carry down as as quick and as much to the back as some of the lower flaring balls. So that keeps the integrity of the pattern longer, which I like, but um, it it is really a challenge when you get high-rev players and they're out there using urethane, low-flaring urethane, and, and you're, a, you're a 300 to 280 RPM guy, um, and you just can't get these balls to go through the pins properly. That's, that's really, really challenging.
0: Mike an, another thing as many people are beginning their league seasons maybe they're a month in three four weeks in what have you and um and let's let's talk to that, that guy out there who's maybe struggling a little bit this year in league maybe they don't bowl a summer league let's say hypothetically they might practice a little bit during the summer but not not weekly and not um not always fine-tuning their game and then they come back to league and maybe struggle for a couple weeks or three four weeks what advice would you have for them to get their game back to you know, where they want it to be. And ultimately, this is, a, again, a thing where it's it's practice and we, we get out of our game what we put into it, obviously. But what are maybe just a few, um, you know, kind of tips for people that are struggling as they begin their league play this year?
1: I think it's popular what you mentioned. Uh, many bowlers, especially my climate, uh, when it, it starts getting warm and the leagues are over for the winter and first part of May, they put the balls away, and a lot of times – Uh, They don't pick a ball, the ball out of the closet until the night of the first week of league in the fall. Um, I would suggest, you know, get, get the bottom half in shape. You know, we, we use our legs more than any other part of our body. And if you don't do something for three, four months, you got to get back in shape. So you got to get your body acclimated to what it's been doing uh, throughout the bowling season. So, you know, a lot of walking, um, a lot of lunge work, Uh, but, but, do it gradually slow slow yourself into it so you don't get yourself hurt and then um you know once you once leagues start uh, you know do do some practicing get uh, get to a center love drill work you know early in the season i would suggest more drill work fall line work uh, working on your balance working on your swing hand position uh, migrate that into a one step drill and then, uh, in, and then gradually build your games up. You know, first time out for league uh, before league starts, just bowl a game or two and get your body again used to uh, throwing that fifteen or sixteen pound ball. Uh, and then, as as we get further into the first month of league bowling, um, that's where you got to get to your pro shop, get to your coach, get your equipment checked. Uh, if you haven't had a grip analysis done in a while, make sure that's. Uh, Checked. I suggest that every two years and get your equipment checked out. A lot of people, Tim, will um, keep the, you know, if you use tape inside your holes, they don't change the tape from one season to the next season. Um, get your balls resurfaced, get the proper surface that matches the environment. Uh, the pro shop guy is going to tell you what the league pattern is, so he can give you ball suggestions but you really got to get sharp again, taking three, four months off. If I take a month off and I start bowling, you know, there's a, there's a big drop off and I've done it for a long time. And uh, so, it, you know, bowling's a sport. So you got to put some time in, but gradually build into it. And then, you know, that's for a recreation bowler, but somebody a little more serious then it's, um you know, there, there's more to it. You've, you've got to work with a coach. You've got to, Look for opportunities for growth physically. you got to have a guy that can analyze you and tell you where you currently are, where you need to go. Um, you got to develop a, an arsenal so you, you can match up to those different challenge patterns. Uh, you're going to bowl. Um, you, you should do some work outside the lanes. A lot of resources on the Internet today, lane play, ball motion tools. You can pretty much educate yourself, but you know, it really comes to growing continue to go physically and even mentally. Um, many of my players I coach, you know, they really think the secret sauce in the game is, is all about the physical game. But, you know, once you get to a level where you can repeat, Tim, it's, it's time to you know start learning some routines, some pre-shot routines, learning how to be present. You know, the big pillar of the mental game is breathing and learning how to breathe properly. So, you know, when the anxiety, anxiety level is increased, whether it's a big shot or a um, making a cut or 10th frame, whatever it may be, uh, learning how to relax so you can stay present. So there's a lot of things depending on what level of player you are, but you know, starting slow and, and gradually building upon that and to getting yourself back into shape.
0: Yeah, Mike, during the summer, I want to hit on this a little bit. You usually do some camps. You did three of them this year, one in Wisconsin and two in, in Pennsylvania. Is there something that you see when you see your campers come in that's kind of a thing that – you work with them right out of the gate, like let's get this worked out before we move on to the next thing or what we're working on, and what your focus tends to be with. Well, all bowlers,
1: all bowlers want to get better physically, and, and always looking for. And I get some really high end players that um, physically they're they're elite, but mentally they're they're weak. So, but the physical things that we really focus on with a lot of the players. A lot of swing, you know, there's always uh, effort in the swing. We're always trying to work on this swing. Balance, you know, balance is based off of timing. Uh, but, you know, the, the 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 big one is, you know, how can I increase my RPMs, you know, get get more rotation on the bowling ball? And, you know, that that's um, that's a big one because people know what the game is today. It's, it's leverage and it's, it's uh, energy at the bottom of, of the swing. So we work a lot on that. Um, but a lot of my camps in the last two or three years, I've really put a lot of time into the, into the mental side of it, the mindset, because it is so important. You know, I tell all my players, Tim, that, you know, we are only going to be as good as, you know, the good, the good Lord, the ability he, he gave us through our parents, our genetics. So we're limited to, in that. Some of us are going to be better. You know, I've always said, I will never be Norm Duke. You know, he's a. Uh, He's one of the top fl- five players of all time. However, uh, I can be as good as anybody who's ever picked up a bowling ball mentally, and that's just re- required work. You've got to put some time in. you got to learn how to be present. So, you know, every shot is uh, uh, taken at one shot at a time. Um, you've got to be able to relax when needed. Uh, you've got to develop some strong routines. You've got to develop a release, a flush system, so you can stay present, uh, self-talk, get to learn how to visualize your pre-shot routine. You can be as good as anybody the game has ever seen mentally, uh, but a lot of people just don't spend the amount of time on that part of the game. So we've put a lot of our time in our camps on that, um, and, and it's it's proven you're better players uh, mentally are, are elite players. So um, that's a big part of our camps today.
0: If you're looking for more tips, please remember check out BowlingThisMonth.com. Bowling's best, and most comprehensive technical resource all at your fingertips. Seeing lots of great articles, seeing one right now about four categories of bowling practice, ways to improve your game when you're out there practicing. Also, check out the ball reviews down your left-hand side. Lots of great new equipment out there from all the manufacturers. So check all that out. Again, bowlingthismonth.com. Also, quickly, I have to remind you, please remember to check out another one of our fine sponsors, H5GBrands.com, HighFiveGearBrands.com, your bowling shirts and supplies and all that good stuff. They do shirts, they do pants, they do everything. They're also doing a really cool thing, Leap, which uh, gets your league team shirts. You can check out all the information. You go to the bowling tab on the website, and under Leap, you're going to find out everything. It's a great way, a great affordable way to get your team outfitted for league, some great benefits to that as well. So check all that stuff out, h5gbrands.com. Remember, use promo code ABOVE180. That will get you $20 off your order. So use that code and get $20 off your order. No artwork fees, all sorts of designs, thousands to choose from. Design your own jersey. Look sharp when you're out there bowling. Again, check out h5gbrands.com today. Hey, Mike, my final question I have for you is, is along kind of those same lines, we, we saw watching some of the PWBA tours and some of the things that went on. There was a tournament where Kelly Keelick was up in the – I'm trying to think if it was this year or last year, but she made a ball change in like the ninth or 10th frame of the championship match. And for most people, you're sitting back watching and you think, who in the heck would do that? How could you make that move? Well, could you explain that because – We've all been in that situation where you can play safe and you can say, you know what, I'm going to throw the ball I have. I know what this is going to do or roll the ball I have. I know what it's going to do. Or you can say, you know what, I need to I need to make this move or I'm not going to win, you know, basically. I'm not going to carry it. The ball's not going to roll properly. But talk about how that, how someone can make that sort of move. And you have, then it's it's combining your physical aspects, in my opinion, combining what you have physically with what you have mentally to know that you're, you're going to be able to pick up that next piece in your arsenal and make a good shot.
1: Well, I tell you, when you talk about Kelly, I, I consider her the greatest female player of all time. I've had a chance to uh, be around her and coach with her on Team USA. Uh, I've, I've watched her bowl for 20 plus years, um, and, and she she's got that growth mindset, and she's physically physically gifted. She works uh, incredibly hard. You know, I'll give you an example of how hard she works, Tim. Uh, at at um, Junior training camp for Team USA this summer. I mean, there were days we put in fourteen hours with a team, uh, be done late at night, and, and Kelly, we're all exhausted, and she straps her shoes on and goes out and works on her game after we're all finished. And not only is that a great model for you know those that youth team that we have from the ages of high school through college, uh, but that's why she's the goat. She's the greatest of all time. She's she's well read. She works on her, her mindset. Uh, she's always trying to get better every day. She knows her equipment. She never, ever uh, doubts her decision. When when she goes into a shot, she's got a plan, and she's going to execute her plan. Um, she is a joy to watch. If you watch her breathing, you watch how she treats each and every shot. Uh, she, she is – the reason she's had so much success is because of all – the, the hard work she's put into her career uh, in all all the facets of the game, whether it's equipment, the physical side, uh, and she's always trying to get better. Every single day she's trying to be better today than she was yesterday. And seeing that um, the way I have the last two years, when she did that in the 10th frame, not a surprise at all. Uh, and there aren't many people who can, can do that. They would use the existing ball that they've been throwing and make a, a lane move and I hope it works. But Kelly, just knowing her equipment, knowing how she thinks, knowing how prepared she is, she prepares as, as, as much as anybody the sport has ever seen. Uh, and you put that with the talent she's had and, and the mindset she has, you know that's, that's why you see the greatness that she has done over the last 20 years. And um, She is uh, uh, fun to watch, uh, fun to learn from. I've learned a ton from her the last couple of years standing alongside her, being a coach, uh, watching her practice. Um, yeah, she's, she, if there's any young player out there who's trying to model themselves after a player, it's Kelly Kulik. That's the one you you got to put your target on. Uh, I know when I was out on tour, it was David Ozio, and she is um, she's made from that same, same mold that is trying to get better every day.
0: Well, great stuff. Mike Shady again. You can find more about Mike. Check out ppbowling.com for all of his information. Got uh, some great things there. You can check out Mike. Some of the camps you will be doing, the upcoming camps come next year, but check him out there, ppbowling.com. And Mike Shady, thank you for being here. Uh, All the best of luck uh, with everything that you got going on, and and we'll catch up down the road.
1: Jim, it was a pleasure, and, and good luck. Have a great bowling season.